Hello everyone, it is that time again because there's a few brands and I don't mean to say that like in a well, I mean to say it in a nice way, essentially, is there are a couple of brands which I just have a very particular affection for, something which I've filled my own home with. So I like Apple stuff. I use them every single day. I have a Gomatic uh, everyday backpack. I use Bellroy, sort of, I have a folio cover for my notes. Um, um, you know, things that I have utilized every single day and that I've grown attached to. But I think there is no sort of brand which I'm an evangelist for like Sonos. So I've filled my home with them. I've bought for thousands upon thousands of kroners worth of stuff for my own home, which my girlfriend, Clara, have been looking at me oddly for years thinking, why does he keep doing it? Well, it's because I really enjoy the ecosystem. I love the app. I was annoyed at it when it first arrived because I didn't like being forced into a particular ecosystem, but now it's just a consistent, it's reliable. I use it all the time. I use their sort of podcast platform. I use it every single day for everything and I love it. So whenever a new Sonos product arrives here at the office, uh, everyone is kind of looking at me thinking, oh, he's gonna be rambling on about this for weeks now. And now a new era begins because I have the new sub. Well, when I say new, this came out alongside the Sonos Arc, uh, Dolby Atmos enabled soundbar and the upgraded Sonos 5. I think it was last year. Maybe it even was the year before, but the point of the matter is that I have been utilizing the old Gen 2 sub. So, and I, this actually completely, completely went over my head because I've been focusing, I've been focusing on the smaller Sonos Roam and covering the Sonos Arc. So I've just been really busy, but this is amazing. And I thought that I would give you the benefit of actually just watching it being unbagged because obviously Sonos wraps them in this little piece of cloth here, which I just really do like. So I'm gonna be really careful with it. Um, they sent the white version. It is obviously, when you take a look at it, it looks very similar to Gen 2. And there's a couple of reasons for that. For one, it's freaking beautiful. I know you perhaps don't think consumer electronics can look very good or that it has an aesthetically pleasing dimension to it, but to me, this is very architectural in a way. And if you have to have a big subwoofer in your home, not every home needs a big subwoofer, but if you want to, I actually, I ran this through the girlfriend test, which is essentially, you know, what do you think of this? And she was like, that's kind of, you know, I, I, she didn't, you know, completely like faint because it was so beautiful, like a beautiful sculpture or painting. But considering it's a subwoofer and it's something that can be a, a kind of a, a splitting point in couples when uh, men wants to bring home their big, bulky, stupid uh, um, speakers, this is just an, a completely league of its own. I think it looks very pleasing. And I think it could blend in in most homes with no one really noticing that it's a big bulky subwoofer. So on the exterior, there actually isn't a lot of changes. There's two. The main thing here though, is the new updated pairing button. It's rounded and it's inset into the cabinet now, meaning that it looks sleeker, it looks more ergonomic. And my one complaint with the old Gen 2 was that it kind of had the really old button from like Sonos speakers of very old. So to have this just means that it 
is more consistent with the modern Sonos look, and I really like that. It also has a flat form power cord, which has less risk of tangling with other, um, I have that somewhere. Flat form power cord, that's not what we're here for. What we're here for is internal stuff. Now it still has the same push-pull configuration. It still has the benefit of having 360 audio, meaning that you can place this under your couch or off to the left or off to the right or behind you. And it will figure out where it is using Sonos's uh, proprietary technology, meaning that you can help it um, figure out its placement within a room and its relation to a sound bar or to satellite speakers where you can use two Sonos ones, for instance, and figure out its position and then create beautiful 360 degree um, sound. So that's really good. It still has the same fantastic build quality that this is just feels like it's one solid piece of like marble. It's also really heavy, really heavy. So just be mindful of that when you place it. But you know, inside here, we do have upgraded internals. So we have an increased memory and processing power, thanks to now getting 256 megabytes of RAM and a one gigahertz processor inside. It also now has Sonos S2 uh, compatible internals, meaning that this is completely, completely up to date in terms of being controlled by Sonos's upgraded S2 control platform. The old one didn't, it was compatible, but not fully, fully functional in that particular regard. Now this one is, it, like the Sonos 5, gets a more uh, a more high power radio receiver, which means it has greater range and should fall out of sync less often. Now, I haven't experienced out of sync on my old Gen 2, but what I have experienced is that if my internet dies for some reason, like my Wi-Fi, and I run off because I can't get fiber, I run off an old coax into the modem that my distributor, that my ISP sent me, which runs into my own um, mesh router system. So there can be some like uh, grievances there from time to time, meaning that the router, which is what powers the internet and what the, the Wi-Fi that this one knows, dies out. And while my soundbar finds it again, once the internet comes back and the two satellite Sonos ones does, the sub has to be reconfigured. Really freaking annoying mostly because that it's really heavy and you have to, in old in the old cases, and, and still you have to uh, take the power cord out in order to reset it, that's below, meaning that you're gonna have to tip it. And particularly, uh, that's not in, in my particular case, but if you had it under your couch, that would be a real freaking hassle. But the high power receiver, the greater range of connectivity, I'm hoping, hoping that the uh, that adding that as well as BLE, which is Bluetooth Low Energy, as well as NFC, which is a near field communication um, network, um, should mean that it's easier and faster and more reliable than before. We're gonna have to test that fully, obviously. So this is the Sonos Sub Gen 3. Not a lot of sort of exterior changes, but inside, hopefully more reliable, faster and easier to use than ever before. And as I've written in my previous review, probably the best sub that like the normal person could go out and just buy because obviously you can set out a better set up a better home theater setup for i mean hundreds of thousands of danish kroner and thousands upon thousands of dollars but for the setup which everyone can do meaning that you use an app on your phone to do everything in just a couple of minutes this is the one to buy so i already love this i know i'm gonna love it and I'm gonna tell everyone here in the office now how much I love it.
and uh, they're probably going to hate me for it. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one. Thank <laughs> you.